Be good. Hello there, friends. Thanks for tuning in to Monkey Tooth. Before I get into today's episode, I want to explain something. You know, I can see the numbers of people who listen, which is, I guess, interesting. But those cold numbers don't really tell me who's listening. And when I talk into this microphone... I have no idea who I'm speaking to, even when I'm speaking to them, which is strange. But I want you to know that when I say friends, hello friends, I mean that shit. I know it sounds kind of ridiculous that I don't know who you are. You're probably a stranger or if you're like a family member, maybe it's weird for me to call you my friend. I I don't know. But I mean friend in the general sense that... It's a choice you make to have a friend, and they're really important relationships, your friends. So, insofar as maybe you and I are strangers or whatever we are, I'm my highest aspiration for interpersonal relations with others is that we are friends in the in the least and at most friends. I say that because I'm bringing you today an episode, an update from a friend that we met on the road. Her name is Ana Cris Torres, Cristina of Onoso Cantao. She's from Brazil. You're going to hear her update in a minute, um, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a second. But I'm also thinking a lot about my friends at this moment because Pele and I are back home in California with our van in our possession again. And it was friends along the way who helped us so much. Uh, You wouldn't think we'd need that much help getting across the country, but we did. We did. We ran into all kinds of crazy bullshit with the van, and it just just had things that needed to happen that... um, were greatly facilitated by having friends. My buddy Robert, who we met in Oaxaca, let me stay with him for a week in Florida while I waited for the van to be released from customs. He took me scallop hunting in in the Gulf. We hung out, we cooked meals, I burned a bunch of bacon. Uh, We had a great time, you know, just, just... just hanging out, and uh, he saved me a lot of money. I didn't have to rent a hotel room. All I had to do was buy food. It was great, and uh, you know, I saw my mom. I saw my nephew in New Orleans. I saw friends there that I hadn't seen in many years, like six, seven years. Um, you know, I, we went across the country to Taos, New Mexico. I saw some more friends. I ended up with uh, my friend in Los Angeles who helped me with the vehicle, Oliver. Oh my God, Oliver. 
and Cheryl, his wife, were so freaking cool and wonderful to hang out with. Um, yeah, I just, I feel very, very fortunate. And I was thinking about friends and what that really means. And I guess, as I was saying, the highest aspiration for my interpersonal relations would be to be friends. It's also to be a good friend. So I hope if you know me personally, that you can consider me a good friend. I'm certainly meant to be. I want to be. And if you ever find me falling down on that job, feel free to let me know. And if we don't know each other, and there's a way I can be a better friend to you, man, I'm all ears. I want to give that back. Because I get a lot of really great friendliness from the people I know. So I want to give that back. All right. So today's episode, Chris, Anna, Christina, man, she's a really cool and funny lady. And uh, when we originally met her, uh, I think we met her in Canada, like Whitehorse. No, actually, I think we met them in Vancouver. Yeah, we, we, we all got kicked out of the same parking lot together. Um, we immediately hit it off. They've got these hilarious little kids, Caetano and uh, Teresa. Um, Marcos is Christina's husband. He's a funny, just vivacious, lovely human being. And Christina's just, I mean, you'll hear, she's wonderful. Um, and when we finally were able to get Christina on the mic, Tiffany did the uh, interview, and it was awesome. You know, just two cool, funny, strong ladies hanging out and talking shit. And uh, Christina and her family have been on the road for a long time, like five years or something crazy. And uh, they had to deal with getting back to Brazil from the United States during the just height of the bullshit, crazy coronavirus explosion. And uh, she'll tell you all about it here in just a minute. But their homecoming journey and what they had to go through to get home just further highlights for me what a mild and easy time I had getting home. Uh, I'll briefly share something. Uh, so we had some some difficulties with the van. You know, the, I won't go into the whole thing, but there was a lot of mold. I had to throw away my bed and uh, all my pillows and just a ton of stuff. Just The van was wrecked when I got a hold of it. Um, the back door had been bent open and water had been getting in. And, uh, yeah, it really sucked. And I, you know, also had to spend a bunch of money to fix mechanical things. And I got a misdiagnosis from a blah, blah, blah. Right. I was, I left Florida or left, uh, Tampa thinking, man, this sucks, blah, 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 my van, blah, you know, kind of not self pity, but just, uh, just feeling like I'd been hard done by. And then I run into, uh, my first camp campground on my on my trip out of out of Tampa and I see this lady walking her dog and they're in this just kind of I don't want to say it's a shitty campground but it wasn't like a super nice place you know it was next to a highway it was affiliated with a gas station you know there was an alligator in the big pond so you had to be really careful walking your dog around and uh yeah, you know, this lady immediately was curious about Pele and I, 
approached with her dog and they our dogs met and she was just full of life and very upbeat and had lots of questions for me and I really wanted to know more about her like who is this happy lady and finally you know she lit up in her questioning and I got to know her a little bit and she told me a story of just absolute woe like terrible shit had befallen this woman and her take on it was so i don't know just advanced it was it was great the the way that she handled the tragedy that had been her lot in the past i don't know three or four years of her life like a, during a terrible storm a pine tree fell on the house that she was living in it was given to her by her grandmother it destroyed the house no insurance they had no insurance and lost the whole thing i mean just couldn't afford to fix it couldn't live in it safely um fortunately no one died no one was injured but uh she was someone helped her and gave her a trailer and she and her three children and her dog were living in this trailer in this park and she was insofar as our limited interaction was uh, an indicator she was well like mentally well and just i felt like i was meeting the right person at the right moment you know just someone who had their perspective together and wasn't trying to make a point of anything she was just being herself and she wasn't focused on the shitty things that had happened to her she was focused on how um I don't know, I mean, just how she could be in that moment. It was really, really cool. And it, it made me not want to complain anymore about my van. And the, you know, the fact that I could afford to, to get my van at all, you know, uh, much less get it back from Costa Rica and, you know, put a new bed in it, new bedding. And I'm a lucky sort. And it's thanks to the strangers you meet along the way that help you appreciate that. You know, a little mud in the water helps you appreciate a clearer stream sort of thing. So in that note, in that mode, in that thinking, I'm going to give you this wonderful telling of a bit of an arduous journey back to Brazil by Christina. In Christina's own words, she's actually, she sent me this on WhatsApp and uh, it's great. I really like her. If you want to check them out, go to our website mtp.dog and there's links to their website uh, her instagram all that sort of stuff you can see her hilarious and beautiful children and all the wonderful places that she and marcos have been in their travels they're both they're both exceptional photographers but marco especially is a very gifted uh photographer so yeah give it a look tell us what you think feel free to reach out at uh, mtp.dog forward slash contact and uh that's all that's all i'm gonna say for now there's more coming later but uh for now this is that i hope you're doing fun and interesting things until next time enjoy this little update from our pal chris hello hello so okay i got you i will have to record like maybe one and a half or two hours I uh, have a lot of things to tell you about everything uh, what happened to us 
Um, and yeah, I think it's great. I need to tell you about this. But it's a long story, as usual. Okay? Um, I will try to start now, because Teresa, she's sleeping. So it's a good time. That's it. So my name is Cristina, I'm from Brazil, I'm traveling for almost six years in a truck camper, living on the road with my family. I have two kids, Caetano and Teresa, he's six, he's seven and she's four years old and my husband, Marcus. We are traveling all the Americas, from Brazil to Ushuaia, to Alaska, Canada, and back to Brazil. Uh, me and my three kids, you know? <laughs> um, first of all, so we were in the uh, United States in November 2019 when everything started, like people start to talk about this coronavirus. And then we were planning to ship the truck from Florida to Suriname, Guyana, and then go back to Brazil from the Amazon area. But then it was the rainy season in the, the Amazon area, so it wasn't a good time to travel, to drive the wetlands and everything so we we thought okay let's go to mexico it's a good place to to think about to decide a new plan for us because we were ready to go back to brazil after five years traveling and you know we were we were everybody we were ready to go back to meet friends family you know gather together uh, with you know, have party, everything again. And so this was in November 2019. So we drove from Florida to Mexico, straight to Nayarit coast, because we, we've been there before and we knew a nice campground. We could stay in the very nice beach area. So we drove, um, like uh, uh, from Florida to New Orleans, we did all this beautiful area, Texas, and then Mexico, we crossed the border. In three days, we were in Nayarit. 
and then we 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 took this campground for just uh, okay let's say for one month let's stay and think about from where we could ship the, the truck to brazil or to chile or to argentina let's think about of course mexico it's such a nice place we end up end up uh, staying three months over there so this was already uh, f february 2020 and all this everybody were were talking about this the coronavirus and but it was in China, you know, not in Mexico, not in uh, US or everything. So we were like relaxed. But since we planned we, the, the shipment of the truck from Veracruz to Chile, uh, then in, in like in one week, everything changed. You know, uh, everybody were worried about it, the, the virus and talking about and and, you know, all this, you know, what happened. So in one week we were ready to ship the truck. Uh, we we bought the ticket, the air, airplane tickets to from Veracruz to Santiago in Chile. We bought for for uh, oh my gosh I forgot that February no March 13 and we arrived March 14 March 15 the borders closed and luckily we were already there in uh, in Chile waiting for our truck the truck were were in uh, on his way but everything was like already shut down um, all the you know no hotels uh, Airbnbs was very difficult to book one uh, you know everybody was very worried about it but then we luckily we found a Airbnb we stay in Santiago del de Chile for like a one week inside of the apartment for for the first time in in almost six years kids they were stuck in one place they were watching TV the whole day because we don't have TV they never watch TV so they were like oh I love this life apartment internet you know Wi-Fi fast internet TV that's cool that's what that was the first and the second day the third day they got, got crazy like let's go let's move on where is the truck where is our house so but well uh, the truck arrived 15 days later and we of course we got a little bit crazy in the big city santiago so we moved to uh, another airbnb by the beach in Hong kong and we plan to stay there only another week and take the camper but then you know all the papers and bureaucracy to take the, the truck from the port so we end up staying there for almost a month in this apartment was very well was strange i think for everybody in any place in the world was strange times and uh, we were worried like you don't know what what's going on uh is this the end of the world you know like do, do, do it will be another like a different life from now 
So, but then we, we took the camper and we were ready to travel, but everything was shut down and it wasn't um, safe to travel. So I tried to find a campground in uh, around the area that we were in, in Chile. Uh, and I found a very nice campground. Of course, it was closed, but I tried to find the, the, the phone number. I called the owner and I explained the situation. Like, I have kids, we need a place to stay. We have the camper, we are safe, we are not sick. Can we stay there? And she said, oh, the campground is closed. I cannot open, um, but you can stay there alone if you want. It's a big area. It's all right. You will have uh, the showers. There is a swimming pool, a big area for the kids to run around. And and yeah, so she, she was very nice. So we stayed there. When we arrived, it was like magical place. Wonderful. I think we were again like very lucky to find this place and the owner she was amazing so we end up staying there for almost two, two and a half months we stayed there it was fantastic she loved it and we love it too the big area swimming pool uh, beautiful weather we were the kids they had like uh, trees to climb playground we were like everybody was they were co complaining about the quarantine and we were like we cannot complain that's amazing that this is amazing place we have a, we had a supermarket next so we could buy you know food everything was very nice but the winter was coming and and also the dollar for our uh, money was very high like everything was very expensive for us to be outside of brazil and of course we we want to go to brazil but all the borders were closed so we start to talk to the like officials um you know the embassy consulate and everybody to help us what can we do to cross the border and drive back to brazil and then talking to the embassy we realized they told us there is a group of brazilians stuck in chile a lot of foreign people they were stuck in chile traveling you know but uh, th those brazilians they were there with their cars and they also needed to go back to brazil and they, everybody were, were stuck there so we we uh, made a group like uh, on WhatsApp and we start talking and talking to the embassy and consulate and everybody to m try to make a convoy you know and drive back to Brazil all together but Argentina I think until nowadays they are very strict with the, the quarantine and the virus so they they were saying no 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 you cannot do that you cannot drive you cannot cross the the border you have to wait and the winter is coming well the dollar very very expensive for us uh, and then we try we try we try we talk to like tv uh, journalists and all the the media that we know to try to push because we need to we want to cross argentina in like uh, five or six days, you know, just drive, 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 and 
3,000 kilometers and everybody had their own house. So we didn't need to go to a hotel or nothing, talk to anyone, just drive and sleep, drive and sleep. Uh, but Argentina always saying, no, 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 you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but after a lot of pressure and some people that we, you know, politicians, they have these skills. So one, one guy very influent from Brazil living in, in, in Chile, uh, co co he talked to the consul in Argentina, well, and they made it. Okay, you will have this, we, we, they let us cross um, like very special, uh, how can I say that? Like a special paper to cross a permit so we were in this in this campground and before we got this permit we thought let's stay everybody together all these brazilians it's, it will be easier to to get this permit if we say if if we say to the the consulate that we are all together next to the paso de los libres paso de los libres no paso i don't know in the andes the andean mountains next to the santiago to cross to Mendoza. We we were all there, all together. Let's do that, we, it will be easier to push, you know? So we did that. So we stay like for 15 days, all together in this campground. I, wa I was like the, the general, the manager of the campground. <laughs> it was so funny all the brazilians with kids and then we have party together it was amazing because everybody was locked down locked down in a, in their own house suffering and we were having party in the campground in the middle of the quarantine of course everybody we were safe uh, you know following all the this the rules but we were there together. It was very nice time. We met wonderful people, all from Brazil traveling. So it was very nice, funny. We had a, we had a good time there. So when the we we were having a, a barbecue in this campground, when we got this message from the the Argentina uh, consulate telling us that we could cross we were free to go to cross the border uh, they we had a, a the date and our everything very strict to cross the border so we crossed all together we were uh, in nine cars 27 people and we crossed together when in the at the border the of the officials had okay now you have uh three days to cross to brazil and we said oh this is it's it's like too much it's three thousand kilometers in three days we have a lot of a lot of kids nine kids in total uh it's too much and some you know old people driving alone uh that's not cool maybe can you give us another day another maybe 24 hours more no no you have three days and please go they were very 
very upset that we were doing that. So in that day, after we crossed the border, it started a very crazy adventure <laughs> going back to Brazil. Uh, we had all the time some uh, police, police uh, officers uh, guiding us, one in front of the convoy and one on the back to be sure, to make sure that we weren't going uh, anywhere, like going shopping or supermarket or just walking on the street, that we weren't allowed to do anything. Even uh, one day, all the kids were crying. I was crying, yelling, because kids, they want to go to the toilet. And from our truck, we need to go down to go inside of the, the house. And the, the officer said, no, 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 you're not allowed to do that. You cannot go, go, back, go down of the truck. You have to stay inside. And well, it was crazy. We drove for three days. Uh, we slept few few hours a day. Like we drove from 5 a.m. to 10 or 11 p.m. Always waiting for another office to drive us, uh, you know, they were sending us to another um, city, don't stay here, drive to the next city, we don't want you here, just go, just go, just go, like, we were coronavirus in a car, that's, the feeling was, was that. Well, but after three days, in crazy, insane three days, we arrived in, uh, in Brazil, and I can tell you uh, how magical it was for us. Very special. After almost six years, cross, cross the border back to Brazil uh, with our house, you know? We never imagined that we were, were going back with this truck when we left. So yeah, it was amazing and crossing in you know on this time like with this, this quarantine and all, all the stress everything was actually fantastic we couldn't be different uh, because with us everything is there's something <laughs> um, magical sometimes not a beautiful magical but something different going on and it was another nice story to tell our friends uh, was very nice, very emotional, everybody was crying, uh, it was beautiful. Um, very different from what we imagined when we planned to come to Brazil, but well, it happened, we made it, and we made these new friends on the road, which was fantastic, and since we crossed the border, we, we, we felt very um how can i say lost we felt lost for the first time in six years traveling we felt lost like where should we go like we are in our own country and we don't we don't know where to go you know was we felt it's so strange it is it, it is still nowadays because we are in our place our home but we don't have a home here and all the friends we want to visit all the family we want to visit like you're not allowed to see or you don't want to put the people in risk you know after this crossing and so we felt completely lost <laughs> um yeah it was 
we are still lost, but now we are, you know, we, I don't know, we, f we feel that we are in Brazil and that's amazing for us. The weather is great. People, you know, we can talk, we can talk the same language. Kids are happy to, to talk Portuguese, to, you know, to talk the same language with other people. But yeah, it's strange times. Uh, but I can tell you when uh, the difference, because in Argentina everything was very strict. So we could ever, no, there was no one on the streets. Uh, everybody was fol following the quarantine very, you know, very strict. And since we crossed the border to Brazil, here we look like, but what's going on here? This is like normal life almost, you know? The difference is people are wearing masks, but normal life, people on the street, like traffic, uh, you know, you see people traveling around and the stores uh, full, full of people inside and shopping centers, like everything, you see a lot of people on the street. And we were in shock, like, what's going on? Maybe people here, they don't care about it or they just, I don't know, just let's move on. That's it. It's just another virus. I don't know. They are wearing masks and alcohol in the hands because the life is going on. Let's let's move on. So in the first days, we were like, oh, my God. People here are insane, as usual, of course. <laughs> Brazilians are insane. <laughs> but, well, actually, we are feeling uh, better this way, you know? Uh, we have a lot of friends in Sao Paulo, our city. Like my mom, she's in her apartment for almost, for fi almost five months. She just go out to buy some food. And... And most of our friends are doing the same, working from home and, well, no school, of course. But you see, when you go on the street, you see a lot of people. Like, yesterday we were in a park and there was a lot of people, like, jogging and running. So I think people start to take life, like, trying to go go back to normal so we we visit uh, my mom after we stay 15 days with my sister uh, in her house to to guarantee that we were uh, good safe and then I visit my mom um, and she she left her house to see us for the first time in three months. She was very nervous, of course, but we need to see her and she needed to see other people also. And it was I, I was in shock because I see how bad people can be if they stay in their apartment for so long, alone, you know, she was alone, living alone for three months. She, for three months, she never left her house even to buy groceries. A guy from the building, he was, he were buying for her, you know. So she was, she told me, or I die by this virus or I'm gonna die because I'm sad. 
alone, you know? So I, I imagine how many people in, in, in the world are, are doing, are passing through this, you know? And again, we feel very lucky to, to enjoy, like to, to pass through these crazy times with our house on wheels. Because we, our life didn't change a lot, you know. We are just traveling slowly and more, and going to like remote places, you know, trying to don't be in contact with people. But our life is the same, the same, you know. We still have this great feeling of being traveling. And here in Brazil, we are traveling. Uh, we we are trying to stay longer in one place and like for one month we stay in one area and then go to the other place we are trying to visit friends that they are in quarantine in a in the in their farms or you know big areas so we can camp there for free and and we are trying to visit some friends that they also want to see us and that's it it's strange but we are still traveling in a different way but we are enjoying like this and you know we were already doing a homeschool with the kids we are keep doing the same it's not different um, that's it and our plans uh, from now is to find a place here in Brazil that we could we could settle down for maybe one or two years um, maybe build something Airbnb or a campground or something to to receive some travelers um, but let's see we are open to change our minds <laughs> so we are traveling we are in the center of Brazil there, there are beautiful national parks in the area everything is closed of course so we are visiting places uh, like remote areas uh, close to the na these national parks and then we go to the we plan to go to the northeast coast maybe to the Amazon area and then the northeast coast and drive down all the coast maybe to um, until the state of Bahia that it's a place that we love by the beach and maybe find a place there or a house or a land that we can have some chickens <laughs> and a garden or maybe not let's see <laughs> it's it's very difficult to to make plans in this time you know on these times different times and let's see we are still lost can you see can, as you can see but it's a it's a lost in a good way i think so uh, i prefer to be lost like this than to be stuck in a in one place and wondering what the the a lot of things in life you could do and you're stuck because you have your apartment, your car, your bills to pay and um, you know, all these normal life things. I think this for me is to be lost. So I like to be lost in this our way. Let's see if we find the land and everybody's happy to be there. We stay 
for a few years. Otherwise, we're gonna keep traveling and every time I meet like normal people <laughs> uh, and we have conversations, I always, I don't know, I think we, we made a good, a good choice in our lives. I'm very happy the way kids are growing very the freedom they have how secure they are and different they are different it's true they are when they play like with uh, normal school kids it's sometimes they they there's no connection you know they are different and i like that so let's see i'm not sure we love to travel we love this life we love this freedom. Let's let's see. Okay, it was a pleasure to talk to you again. We miss you a lot. Um, and follow, you can follow our travels on Onoso Quintal in uh, on Instagram or Facebook. I'm not posting a lot because you know I think it's I don't want to be. In, uh, how can I say that? I don't want to be... It's like a luxury, 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 like what we are doing. I don't want to put post a lot of beautiful things and beautiful places and kids' freedom uh, on times like these that people are stuck in uh, one place, you know, in the apartment. I don't think it's a good idea for now. Okay, but yeah, you can follow us over there later. Let's see, in a few weeks or a few months, I will be back on track. We love you. Bye-bye.